We are live in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to episode eight of the Tailgate Takes podcast. I am Nate Noggle. I'm sitting here with Brandon Mickelson and Taylor Henry, and we're going to discuss a lot today. We've got the Milwaukee Brewers with a big signing the last uh, couple days ago. We got Wisconsin Badgers struggling continues, and we'll break down some NFL free agency. This is episode eight of the Tailgate Takes podcast. Boys, how are we doing today? Beautiful day out there. Loving the weather. Obviously, my overall mood is just swayed by this weather. I don't even know. I'm just always happy right now. Yeah, I think I. It, I mean, the sunshine every day is a big plus. The days are getting longer, and they're going to continue. I mean, I think we have daylight savings coming up. Is it next week already? Ooh. 60s on Monday and Tuesday is looking. Well, tomorrow even. Tomorrow's like upper 50s. We're 60s. sitting here on a It's a beautiful a Saturday. Yeah, so. Saturday, March 6th. And here comes Ernie Betts around the bend. He's heading to the hollow. <laughs> nice old Saturday with some uh, yeah. high school state basketball. I'm drinking a nice, refreshing Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. You are? It's not that good. What's your overall rating? Mmm... Like a 5.2. I think they're a little too tart. It's just disgusting. It's sweet. It's fucking gross, honestly. But it's, I'll drink it. It's not the fine Pilsner beer of Miller Lite in a bottle. 96 calories, ice cold glass bottle. I was drinking some really nice Old Mill Lite last night in a bottle. Old Mill Lite in a bottle. Ooh, I didn't even know they had them in bottles. You gotta look hard for them. Bottles are game changers. Oh, it is. You don't taste plastic in your mouth. But then you got to mess around with the glass afterwards. Yeah, it's terrible. That's, that's the worst part. Yeah, let's make an announcement. Hey, I drink over here at the at the town dump. Hey, we're drinking over here. Clank, 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 clank. Especially because I only go to the dump like once every three months. So I got like 27 bags of bottles. Like, yep, this is just last week's. Or if you just want to have like a dump at your house, you could do your old uh, trap shoot with glass bottles. Yeah, no, I would not do that. I don't think there's anybody in the world that wants that much glass. Well, if you had a big ditch that you didn't care, like out my my parents' farm, just a big the old farm junk ditch. Yeah, that's not. uh, Yeah, that's maybe maybe a thing in some spots. But place at my place, I remember when I was a kid, there was a junk ditch on there where people were throwing like washing machines and shit. Oh yeah, those quarries and places like that. Yeah, there's probably better ways, you know. Well, boys, I'm off to a good start. But it is so annoying far. to get rid of that shit. Yeah, it's it is. really annoying. Yeah. It's, well, it's just loud, and then everybody's like, "Ah." Well, no, I'm talking about like washing machines and and like couches. And oh shit. yeah, yeah. Well, run them out to Southwest or whatever. And I, Facebook's the best place. I give them for free. There's dumpsters. Did you ever get rid of all those? All yeah, oh yeah. I was got gonna rid say, of them in a day. I was gonna say I wanted one of the bins out of one of them, one of the stainless bins. Oh yeah. Well, you said one that for like three I, weeks. You got to never did it. I know. Well, if you come across an old junker. If I come across an old junker, Look if anybody I mean, comes across like... an old junker with the free, all I want is the stainless steel. Are you using it for a fire pit? Yeah, fire pit. Be awesome. You could drill some holes in that baby and yeah, hopefully I get do her a little ventilated. You well, can put, knows, it, you can might put have, them down on the ground. Who knows? Might have one available since the old washing machine froze up when it was cold. Oh, well, I think it's working again. Well, that's good. But uh, 
yeah, I'm, I'm off to a good start. Haven't said a swear word yet today. It's episode eight. I didn't swear episode seven. Yeah, people seem to be pretty surprised. Yeah, I, I was surprised. How does that make you feel? I felt pretty good. Honestly, I was like, I got home and I was like, you bet. I was like, didn't say one swear word. And I just about said, you bet. But I didn't. So uh, what I'll do today, episode eight, is if I if I swear, we'll do the same thing. I think it's to be a $60 thing. bundle now. So I do well, and then I, I, I end up. <laughs> the stakes up, have to rise, man. Well, all right, we'll go sixty dollars this one. Ten dollars each episode. We'll go. We'll go sixty dollars this one. So episode eight. If I swear, the first person yeah, that maybe can. We can. You want to go up five dollars at a time? What if you last for a while? We'll go. We'll go. We'll go up ten. Okay. And then, and then if I start getting to the point where I'm like scared to death, then well, we'll make an adjustment. Maybe once we hit seventy, then we'll only go up the next time to seventy. How about how about we'll max we'll max this thing, max it, at a two hundred dollar bundle. Ooh. So if I can get that far, That'd I mean, hey, sick. is that the cabin fever bundle? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we're only we're only you know just getting started here. So who knows? This might happen in the next five minutes where I blow it and. I got but, some ribeyes out in the fr- in the sink right now, just waiting to get sous vide. You know what I have out? What I have some New York strips from Sidey Hollow Farm. That's that's on the menu tonight. This afternoon, gonna be some burgers, hot dogs, stuff like that on the grill. But oof. I sous vide some Sidey uh, Hollow Farms burger the other day, hamburgers. It was incredible. It looked good. Yeah, it definitely looked good. I saw you had that going. Yeah. So then, how long did you have to brown those? A minute. Just a minute. Yeah, when you sous vide something, it's cooked. I know it's cooked, but like, just so you're not basically eating, like, I mean, it, it didn't change the color of it while it was in there, did it? Yeah. Did it stay the pink, or did it? No, it, it looks like, uh, it kind of looks weird when it comes out. It looks like, it just looks like a cooked piece of burger, but it's not like grilled or anything. It's cooked. So, though. and you just seared it quick, yeah, and, and, then, and then, it, then it looks like a perfect, a perfect burger. Because like, like I was thinking that. the same thing when it, when it brought it out, I was like, this kind of looks like a fucking kind of just a gross piece of meat. Yeah, I, I'd like to try that. That'd be but good. I slapped it on one minute, flipped it, put cheese on, took it off, and it looked like a perfect burger, and it was a perfect burger. Well, pay attention, folks, and if I swear, just let me, Taylor, or Brandon know what word I said and when exactly it was said. The first person, I'll give you a $60 meat bundle. Well, I'll personally mail it to you. You know what? Ooh, I, I, or delivery. You know what? For as nice as it is, how about a delivery? If it's, if it's somebody, if it's somebody around here, yeah, I'll deliver it. I'll stop. We'll have a beer or two, unless it's a minor, obviously. And if the person, maybe the person would be interested, maybe we do an episode at their place, have a couple beers, and include them in. Hey, anything's possible. So listen up, listen up. Anything can happen. You think Buck would even want that, or you think he'd be weird about it? Ah, uh, he might be all right with it. You think he's even listening? Oh yeah, he's gonna listen. He was a little upset, but yeah, he, well, he, he thought for sure. Meat away from him. Well, he thought I was gonna go in three minutes. Well, if money was involved, I would have put a large sum down on that. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, we'll get right into Milwaukee Brewers, boys. They made a big signing in my eyes. I don't know how you guys feel about it, but Jackie Bradley Jr. Is joining the club. Well, Two what? years, twenty-four million, with an opt-out option after year one. I was waiting for you to bring this up because I seem to remember when the Jackie Bradley situation became a, was a rumor. You texting us 
like upset about it saying, "Ooh, just another outfielder, just what we need." No, I don't and think that was that way. And now you're on board with him? Was I that way? Yeah. Okay, I wow. was wondering if I was off, off, out of bounds here. You said something about another outfielder. Well, I, I maybe I said it's a buck before I came here. I'm like, I think, I think Noggle is going to claim that he likes the Jackie Bradley move. I love but it, but I'm pretty certain. Like a month ago, when it was a rumor, you were talking shit about it. Hmm. I I know what you're talking about. I remember him saying because I I think I was well, or I said I texted the the group <laughs> chat and said that. Well, this slurring thing isn't going to last very long because. <laughs> I'll just know. Better hang on. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> He's imploding. I think you're speechless like, because wow. you don't. You want to swear. I well, I can't. I just. I guess I. Hey, my my fault. My fault on it because I am very very excited. So you don't remember that at all? Because I, I don't. I'm not sure that I'm like. I must have. Was positive. I drunk? Was it? Well, most likely. No, because this know. was on, this was on like a Monday morning. It was like a Snapchat. Yeah. Unbelievable. Well. I'm a different man now. Okay. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm eliminating swearing from my vocabulary. Well, and I think that was pre-Justin um, Turner, and you were wanting him. I really wanted Justin Turner. I really, so was like, really wanted Justin Turner. In the midst of, like, them possibly getting him, and then his Jackie hey, Bradley thanks, was brought thanks up. For, thanks for backing me off the ledge there, because I was ready to jump. I was like, Because, honestly, when they signed Bradley this week, I was, and I looked at the contract, I'm like, whoa. I feel like that's a lot, because I didn't really think he was. I mean, he was drafted 40th overall by Boston in 2011. I mean, he was a gold glover. We have the potential of having four gold glove players. Won a World Series, too, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he's won a World Series. But we could have four gold glovers on the field at once. Yelich won one in 14. Jackie Bradley won one in 2018. Low Kane had one in 19. Colton Wong had one in 19 and 20. Well, I'm just remembering playing, like, I remember playing MLB The Show with him, and I'm pretty sure he's a cannon in that. Oh, he's got a hose for an arm. I, I was a big Red Sox fan and still like am at heart a little bit, but uh, I always liked Jackie Bradley. The only thing is he is not – like we add him to a team to where lefties, brewers cannot hit lefties, and he's one of those guys that he can't hit a lefty. He's so a, if there's a lefty, start, lefty starting pitcher, he ain't going to play. Yeah. he's. I mean, he's a career – I mean, he'll probably get – a third of the at bats. Career two thirty nine, ninety eight home runs, three hundred and seventy six runs batted in. I mean, he's a streaky hitter over those eight seasons he played with Boston, but maybe just different scenery. I mean, he's he's taking to it. He, he's already showing that he's interested in being in Milwaukee. Hence the number forty one. He's gonna wear number forty one. And how he came up with that? Did you guys hear about that? No, nope. I thought it was absolutely awesome. So he took the number nineteen. He's Robin Yount, number 17. That was his wife's uh, birth date. One of his kids was born on a second, added two, and added three because the other kid was was there. And, what? Uh, the other kid was there? Well, or? the other kid was born on the third. Oh, okay. So add that all up, 19, 17, 2, and 3, you get 41. That he's already inc- like he's already thing, including, but... like, Robin Yount, though. Like, he's he's, you know, kind of it's like a respect thing in my eyes. I appreciate it. I'm excited for him. Yeah, that would surprise me that you'd like that. What'd you say for his home runs at uh, his in his career so far? 98. Yeah, he had. So s- I think that's. He's I mean, hopefully like a 20 homer guy. I bet you yeah. that would be on the high and he's side. Speed too. I mean, he, he's playing he at Fenway. Fenway's, Fenway's. Yeah, if he could bat 250, hit 20 bombs, right field, have Fenway, 60 RBIs. Is, 
I just looked, it was 380. Or, but that's mostly right field, but the line's like 302 because it comes around to the pesky pole. But So that's, you know, right field for Miller or AmFam Field now is, you know, lefty hitter friendly. So him probably, I'd say he hits 20, 20 to 30. Well, I mean, just looking at last year, 2020, he batted 283, had seven home runs, five stolen bases, and 22 runs batted in in 55. Yeah, so you can, you can like, I think that was you, can triple, you can triple the numbers on last year's numbers. Yeah, that would be a 55 of 60 yeah. games. Yeah. So I'm kind of wondering what his, is it just going to be a platoon out there? Or are they going to try to, like, is Garcia, they going to try some, like, weird thing with him and move him to, like, first or – well, experiment something like that i know it's early i mean garcia uh avi's kind of struggling at the plate so far i know it's spring training it's like game six or something they're at right now but uh i don't know if if nothing else it's an everyday player potentially if garcia i mean obviously like you said too unless we're facing a lefty you're not well, gonna have all those lefties in here's the deal you got two guys kane and garcia it's not out of the realm of possibilities that they are below average hitters this year. For some, like oh, yeah. they, they slump. Well, include Jackie Bradley in that. So if they have three guys, you hope to God two of them can perform to a level of being everyday starters. Not to mention, you have another question mark with Yelich. Like, what are you going to do? Like, what's he going to do? Is he going to bounce back? Well, that and so you know that you got to hedge your bet. You got to hedge your bets a little bit out there. Somebody's going to be injured for in the outfield. Oh yeah. So Lorenzo Cain is not making it. The whole year. No, I mean, just do you think he'll? Do you think he'll make a hundred games? No, I know, I don't. I honestly think he's the guy that. I think he's the odd guy out. I think he might be. And I that, think that's I mean, what they want. Jackie Bradley's played his career in center field, and really for him to play fifty-five out of sixty games, in, I take that back. In twenty, Kane can't be the odd guy out. He's the highest you, player on the team. Is there? Well, it's probably if you caught a guy before, like you know, if he makes a major league roster to the. Did the uh, Brewers save money? Say if like they caught Kane? No, Kane. No. Or is he no, all, all a lot of guaranteed? Yeah, it's all guaranteed. That's the thing about Major League Baseball. It's, it's all guaranteed. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So then you got, but they also traded for that Derek Fisher, which he, I see he had a home run in the spring training. But yep, he had a big three run shot. So I mean, yesterday. you got you got at least he doesn't have any, any good stats, but I mean you got five five guys right there. Potential though, there's potential there. That's that's the one thing I'm I mean, do you guys do you guys consider signing Jackie Bradley to be the Brewers like going after it? Their 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 Not attempt really. at going all in. I think it's more like they're going defensively. Like they signed Colton Wong. Boy, if these pitchers pull together, they have a fucking defense behind them. If they have RC There's not going to be a ball that drops. They're if so what you were saying the other day that Urias is going to be the everyday starter at short. That's the way they're that's the way they're planning. Because yesterday even uh, Arcia played a little third base. Yeah. So if you have Arcia starting at third, Urias, is it Urias or Urias? I I call it Urias, I guess. Urias. But I think it is actually Urias. Colton Wong at second. Your weakest link's your first baseman with. But see, I I, I almost wonder at that point, do you start moving Shaw? Over to first base too. Yeah, he'll I probably think that's play what he, first yeah. quite a bit too. But I mean, him, he's then, a, he's a solid you can't, But where Hira can't play anywhere, so like Hira will probably bounce back over to second. They sit probably Wong every what three games or something. Yeah, probably. I'm, yeah, but I mean, they they have the the team where it's going to be like 
they when they plug in a guy, it's going to be an everyday starter. Travis Shaw and RC will probably be a, a righty lefty platoon. Whoever, if Shaw is playing well, they'll probably pop him over to first. Yep. The thing is, you haven't even mentioned Vogelbach. Yeah, he's having a good spring already. So I like him. He's got plate discipline. Boy, that's the thing. They 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 obviously just they don't they're not putting up with here either. They're like you either play or you won't play. Yep. Or you Are won't they still play. at twenty six man roster? Or they drop drop that twenty five? Because oh. if you're at twenty six, then you can be. It's probably gonna be thirteen thirteen for majority of the year, unless they do a fourteen twelve. The problem. I, I mean, the problem is they have. Oh God. Stearns is like, hey. I don't think we 26 can, players. I don't think we can make I don't think we can go get and put together a really good offense, like a guaranteed really good offense. But he's like, I can go put together a guaranteed top notch defense. I'm gonna rely hopefully on the starting pitching and the bullpen. And if we get lucky, Yelich bounces back, here plays well, Kane is something, Garcia is something, Wong. Like they could have a good offense if a lot of things fell correctly. Arcia, they will have a good defense. Arcia had his best year offensively last year. I mean, you're, if you're playing him at third, you're, you're essentially, I mean, it, that's too bad. You just have to hope you, would, you would like to see a third baseman give you 20 yeah. to 25 homers. Yeah, you need some power out of that. But obviously. That's where Justin Turner would have been kind of a sweet guy to have. Yeah. But well, but you got, I mean. Who knows? Maybe something will be available, too, if, if they're, say, by trade deadline and. You know the break. Maybe they're in it, and they're, or they're running away with it, and they're one piece away that they're like, well, they "This will are. set it." All right, but in Stern's that could put, be catcher too, because catcher could be if that if it's the same as it was last year. I mean, that's unacceptable. I don't care how good a defense they are, and that's where like some of these guys that are on the on the spring training roster right now, if they've got options going forward, well, maybe those are pieces to move to get that piece that might seal it in July. Yeah. So I mean they. Catchers, they're probably if you get a good year out of it, at least Pena or Narvaez. I think they both play. I mean Pena, I I really like Pena defensively, but I mean he'll if he can give you a consistent two fifty, if he can give you two fifty, dude, that would. But that's not what he's given them. He's been all right. I mean, you have what? What's what's Narvaez last year? One seventy six. Oh, he was awful. What's Narvaez's best year? Pena last year, two thirty one, which is high, I think, for him. That's probably one of his better years. I mean, which isn't terrible for an eight hitter. I guess his career averages, batting averages, two fifty five. Yeah, so if you can get us right around that mark, that's big. But like you know, Stearns, he put together a defensive team. You just got to have the pitchers keep the ball in the park. Yeah, but it last so he went so Pena went two seventy nine, two fifty two. Then 228 and 231 the last two years. So he was trending down, and now he's trending back up. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be optimistic. Well, you guys he became uh, a not starter, a non-starter. So, but so do you guys? Do you guys think that this is the Brewers making their attempt at going all in? No, like they can. No, I mean they're doing the best they can. See, I can't. Yeah, that's where I'm like, you can't fault these guys. I mean, like, they're trying. Well, it's it's an effort. Coming last from year you. Took a hit for, they took a hit with hey, COVID. I'm turning results. over a few new leaves here. You know, positivity, no swearing. I mean, they're saving week. they're saving money and not spending it, but I don't know if it's – I mean, they're making good moves. It's not like they're just – like they haven't signed like 
like last year signing old vets to small minimum deals like prove it deals but they still have Jerko too no, he, no. he's gone he's gone which that's kind of stupid what? Well, he's still out there Jesus, though go get him bring him back for third then yeah maybe they will I mean he gives him what they gave he gave him last year Maybe they will. But you you would almost think they would have already brought him in, like, you know, get him in, get get him going. Yeah, Omar Nevarez. I mean, the year before he signed with the Brewers, he hit twenty two homers, fifty five RBIs, bet a two seventy eight for the Mariners. Today we never did anything that resembled that before that. But Jesus, I mean, last year two homers and ten RBIs, and he's getting paid money actually. Oh yeah, he's. That was like supposed to be an exciting, like, contract last year, and it's like, oh god, like you can't even. I thought they were gonna get rid of him, but I don't. The contract must be so bad they can't. Even Avi Garcia was like, oh, you're really like this guy could be good, and it's like, no, he didn't do much either, and he's not off to a great start. So maybe he is honestly the the odd man out in the outfield. Well, I don't think they're. I don't think they're gonna. They don't have any leeway with probably anybody, except, especially with Fisher except, too. Uh, Yelich, I would say. Yeah, I mean, he's, Wong, he's Wong the sure thing. Play regardless, but yep. he's had some slumps in his career, too. So He, he has. Well, I was watching this thing of him and Yelich this morning, and he was walking around with him out in the outfield. He goes, man, I love these colors. As soon as I saw you guys get these new unis, he's like, I love these colors. Who said that? Wong? Wong. Oh, that's sick. So it's like, all right, we love having you, you here, too. Yeah, the obviously Garcia thing, that's that's concerning. I mean, he had 13, 12, 18, 19, 20 homers, 29, 59, 51, 80, and 49 RBIs. And then, you know, he's a 271 career hitter. Fucker batted what? 330 one year? Yeah, he was putting the ball in the gap. The, Is, year he had, the year he had 18 homers and had 80 RBIs, he batted 330. What year what was that? The hell? Like 17? Yeah. That's an impressive stat line there. Nothing close to what he's ever done before. He's like a little Cabrera. Maybe he can get it going again. I would love to see it. We need it. We need Jacob Nottingham to come up to what he was supposedly supposed to be. Well, that obviously isn't going to happen. They realize that. That's been. He, well, see, he's back today. He was with that Chris playing, Davis but... trade, wasn't he? Um, From Oakland? Yeah, I'm trying to think about that. That that was another one that sucked to let him go because he actually went out there and he's performed. But talk he, about consistent. Well, Chris Davis. What? Yeah. Hit homers and strike out or what? Strike well, out and the, have bat about two ten. Had the same exact batting average back to back years. Yeah. And same, I think yeah. I'm pretty sure same amount of homers. Weird kind of weird guy too. It's he's like, he he's is he's a robot. He's perfect for that AL being a DH. I see he did get traded to the Rangers this year. Did he? he did? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. But otherwise. I'm pretty sure that the who's the Brewers' big uh, catcher prospect that they have. They have some big prospect that uh, is being talked about. I, which I didn't know they had catching prospects. I thought Nottingham I didn't either. Was the only one. I thought Nottingham was pretty much it. But I seen uh, their number one pick got a hit in RBI the other day. That Garrett Mitchell. Oh, Garrett Mitchell, yeah. He's gonna. He might. That might be a plug-in guy too. He was UCLA, wasn't he? Yeah. That's. I mean, that's another. It's like a guy like that. Where are they gonna? Is he gonna start in in Double A or is he gonna start? You know, like High Ball A. Currently, the top ten 
Brewer prospects. Brewer prospects. We'll start with 10. Trang. Oh, Mar- Mario hey, Felicia. I will say it. Number 10, Eduardo Garcia. Um, DSL is his highest level. He's 18, so that must just be uh, he's new. Development league. Number 9, Tristan Lutz. He's in high A, 22 outfielder. He was one of their first-round picks, right? Got me on Drew that Drew Rasmussen, right-hand pitcher, 25. He's been in the majors. He's he had pitching. So Lots is he in the majors right now? Overall. Yeah, he's he's in the majors right now. All right. Aaron Ashby, left-handed pitcher, high A ball, 22 years old. Antoine Kelly, left-handed pitcher, low A, 21 years old. Mario Feliciano, catcher, double A. That's him. That must be him. Age 22, fifth-ranked. Prospect in the Brewer system. Ethan Small, left-handed pitcher, 23 in low A. Um, Bryce Trang, shortstop, number three, age 21. He's in high A. Your number two prospect, Hedbert Perez, outfielder, age 17, alternative training site. What the hell? Where they get him? He's the number two prospect? He had Dominican. He's, he's in the spring training right now. I seen that, but I was I was thinking the same thing. He's seventeen. I wonder if they sign him as a as part of the um, international money pool or what? Because I have never heard of him before. Stud defender and center fielder, huh? Number one prospect, Garrett Mitchell, outfield. That was was that their number one pick last year? Last year. Yeah. He's going to be stunned. So, that's not very good. That's their top prospects is brand-new guys to the system. They're all pretty young. Pretty damn I mean, young. You ain't seeing any of them for – you ain't not seeing Garrett Mitchell probably for three years. Well, he is 22. And he's up with them right now. Hedbert Perez is 17. That's crazy. And he's he's in the spring training camp right now. That is insane. They play the Cubs number today. Number two prospect. Yeah, 17-year-old kid. And then that small, the left-handed pitcher, he's from, like, Mississippi State. He's he's a he's a potential prospect. Who'd you say that's Ethan Small? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's kind of like uh, he's got, like, the the motion of uh, sale. He's got, like, yep. the sidewinder type that, deal. Yep. You know, Bryce Trang's the one that's you know, that we've been hearing about now for a few years. As and as a nineteen year old went in low A in two thousand nineteen hit he hit two eighty seven, three eighty four, three seventy six with nineteen extra base hits, forty nine walks and twenty one stolen bases. And he had an aggressive promotion to high A. Um struggled a little bit, but was started back I think he's set to start back here. Well it's like you almost wonder about him because Oh, they missed all last year too. Yeah. So they're all gonna, they're gonna be so messed up now. That's true. We'll see what happens. I mean, you look at you look at Terang. Thinking he's going to be in Double A this year. That's where they think he'll start. Yeah, it's like you wonder if they're like high on him or not because that, I mean, then you bring in Luis Urias or Urias, however you want to do it, and you've got RCS. So you've got those two solid shortstop. RCS done, man. He's not part of that conversation. Well, right, obviously, right now, but I'm just saying, like, you wonder, like. If they're high on Trang when they're bringing back, you know, Urias back in, and they're like, "Yeah, I mean, ah, we don't know if Trang's ever going to make it up." So this is our backup plan, or this is our plan going forward. Because right now, well, Urias we're is always a good flexibility thing because he can play second easily. 
And yeah, how old is Trang right now? Twenty one. Twenty. Well, so he's still pretty young yet, but I feel like he's a, a trade piece. Could be. Every time you see a trade, he's involved. But also, every time you see a trade, like say for a package for Hater, package for somebody like pitching wise, the Brewers, it always goes back to the team offering is sending their best catching prospect or one of their top catching prospects. So this Feliciano, I don't know if teams don't think high of him or what because oh, they must not think so that we young. have very good prospects. Well, I don't. Th- what's the Brewers rank or the Brewers prospect list? Probably doesn't rank very high. No, they're one of the lowest in the in Major League Baseball. If I mean they they are like literally bottom five. I'm pretty sure. What's well, I mean goes back to they don't ever have like high picks, but still. No, I mean baseball. There's so many options. You had the moves that brought Hater. You know, we traded away Lewis Brinson. We Milwaukee got Brewers last year were ranked the 26th farm system this year there are 25 oh so hey progress now these their uh top prospects are garrett mitchell one bryce Trang two tristan lutz three ethan small four mario feliciano five they don't even acknowledge that oh they have hedbert perez down at nine and they've ranked uh they rank garrett mitchell as a top 100 prospect bryce Trang and tristan lutz are next 50s which i'm guessing means they're just younger. Have you guys been paying attention to spring training or watching anything yet? I have just seen like clips on social media and stuff. I haven't actually watched a full game. It's actually been pretty awesome. I well, today's my last free day of the MLB app, so they play the Cubs. So I'm definitely gonna have to try to get that on. If not, if not the video, I'll at least get the audio of it. This is the frustrating thing. It's. Like St. Louis for years has always been in win now mode, and they're still just ranked twentieth. They're ahead of the Brewers. Oh yeah. Cubs are sneaking back up there now. That's the thing. Teams are bad not very long. Like some of these teams, like the Cubs are gonna just reload. And well, if you've got money, I mean, why not? That's I mean, that's why like the Yankees are never gonna just like fall the to White last place. They're sixteenth, man. Like, oh, they're gonna be good this year. But they they were bad for so many years, and they got these nice prospects. They I, also got some international signings too. I like how last year they they were dominant. Like they they played awesome and then they fired their coach and hired drunk ass Tony Larusa. Yeah. That that whole thing was just baffling. How that whole thing his whole Minnesota Twins number 8, they have 1 2 3 4 5 people ranked in the top 100 in their system. I'm guessing the Rays are number 1. Tigers are number one. Tigers seven. Giants six. Braves five. Like Braves, what the hell? It and just never ends. Too. Yep. It never ends. And their 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 everyday rosters loaded. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they've been loaded now for th- four years. Yep. Mariners, Blue Jays three. Yeah, they're gonna be good too. Marlins two. I mean, what are you gonna say about Derek Jeter? I mean, they're sitting pretty good now. I know, and it's just a shame that nobody will go watch their games. Like, literally, they get like 5,000 oh, people. And the Rays, who were in the goddamn World Series last year. And nobody year. will go watch them either. They have pitching. Like, their pitching prospects are insane. Their top 10 is top 100. Their whole fucking top 10 is in the top 100. They're doing something right. The Padres are up there, and then they sold out for this year. But they had 
some of these teams, they're just stacked with starting pitching. So kind of just speaking on like fan stuff, like, like nobody will go watch those top teams or like, you know, Tampa Bay and Miami with loaded prospects. Nobody will go watch them play. Miller, well, American Family Field is going to allow 25%, but no tailgating. Like, I don't understand that come on. even work. Like, come on. Are you kidding me? It's the dumbest thing I've ever When heard. I heard that, I mean, I loved listening to Bill Michaels the other day because he just pretty much talked about how dumb people are. Like, use common sense here. So you're going to let people go through a corridor to yep. enter a stadium, but they cannot spread out in a giant parking lot. Where in NFL stadiums this year, they would not allow fans, but they would allow tailgating. It makes no fucking Nothing. sense. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's the problem with AmFam Field, the fact that it's just a private complex. The, make, the thing that's the coolest thing about Lambeau Field is all those places around there. Well, now, Lam, now like the Packers are becoming pretty much a monopoly there, but all those cool small businesses around their parking lots, like they technically don't control everything. The Brewers control everything there. It's a fucking, it's a yep. little corner in a goddamn concrete jungle. It's a stupid, stupid thing. Well, it's about as it's about as dumb <clears throat> as watching these kids be forced to wear a mask and play basketball. Can you imagine how bad of pimples you would have on your yeah. face, dude? Trust in the science. Trust in the science. Putting That's a chin strap saying. in football on my chin, pimples for days, every day, popping pimples. Teenage teenage boy just popping pimples all the time. Can you imagine these fucking kids with a face covering while they're playing a sport? And they're doing it every day in practice too. Yeah. Your whole face must just I do you think do you think in like twenty years they're gonna be like, if you wore a mask in two thousand twenty and twenty one, you may be yeah. you may be eligible for compensation. It's like I I mean you can't tell me that this is real. You watch these kids, how hard they're working. They're breathing through them things. They're sucking that thing in their mouth and then pushing it back out. You're 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 controlling their breathing. I mean, I well the the, the guy that was announcing at the I don't know if it was the Cross Center Oshkosh. He said he's a coach and he said that he was talking to players and they said they don't even realize they have them on. Yeah, you get, and I'm sure you get used to it. And I mean, they're high school kids; they're resilient and everything. But I'll tell you this: I'm not running up and down a court wearing a mask. Well, I'd, I'd be, be passed out anyway. I, I know. Well, either way, I'd be passed out. I couldn't imagine if I, if I had a mask on, I'd be done in about thirty seconds. Yeah, people like us that are out of shape, been out of shape for years. But it's like. Can't have tailgating, but we'll let you come into well, our tailgating thing is just psychotic. How are you going to use the bathrooms? Is there just one specific? How are they going to get in? Like, what are you going to do then? Like, you're going to pull people in and say, "Wait, you stay in your fucking car. Yeah. Don't you get out and drink a beer? Yeah. Don't you, you get out? Don't you, you get that fucking not. grill out? What are they going to do? How you are people going to get into the stadium? They they just have to show up. All right, everybody must pull in at six forty five for a seven oh five first pitch, and then you will be escorted from your vehicle inside the yeah. stadium because there will be no beer drinking, there will be no grilling. There's no fucking way. If you need a potty break, raise your hand, and one of the ushers will come the down the aisle. The and thing they're probably you trying to, the to prevent is like, if there's twenty five percent capacity, they don't want like a full parking lot of tailgaters. I get that, but then only sell so many people. Allow the people that are paying to go to your game and paying to park in your parking lot to sit out and I, enjoy what, How are they going to prevent it? I don't know. I, I actually watched it one time. I, if you've been to Target Field in Minneapolis, they are there is nowhere to tailgate. Dumb. Dumb. It, Same as St. Louis. So it's, That's like most places. It's a parking ramp. Well, we watch these guys 
we went to a we went to a, a Twins Brewery game a few years back. These guys started up a grill in the parking ramp. That is a big, big no no. They were drinking beer. They start. They got a five thousand dollar fine for starting a grill up in the parking ramp. Hmm. So, don't do that. Well, we not talk, surprised coming from a place called Minneapolis. We talked to the guys. They were from they were from Wisconsin. They were Brewer fans, and they're like, "Well, what are we supposed to do? Like, you give us the atmosphere. You can't half the bars before a game. You can't get into. They're so packed. So it's like, let me just tailgate here. We're gonna cook a couple hot dogs quick. And nope, five thousand dollar fine. Just not pay it and never go back to Minnesota. No, they they'd get it back. I mean, I but don't unbelievable like that. Well, it's like That's I was thinking those other other states and teams don't have tailgating like us. No, it's oh, not so common. Wisconsin, it's not Wisconsin, common. Wisconsin dominates. Like football is probably the only sport like that. Other, but actual... even football, some football stadiums they don't even have that good of tailgating situations. Well, yeah, there's only some that actually have parking around the actual facility. The Bills. Yeah, they're I mean, one. You see, you see, like yeah, like Bills, the Chiefs. The I mean, because the Chiefs, they got that whole, like, uh, Coffin Stadium and whatever, Arrowhead all together. But but otherwise, other, other teams and shit, that won't affect them. Yeah, it's – I honestly, I didn't realize that it wasn't just a normal thing for every stadium to be like that until a couple of years ago. But I did see they have they, – the Brewers had to go through, like, the city of – or the public health of Milwaukee to, to actually I'm get sure. the okay to have – 25% capacity. Whatever. Jesus. Let's But say say you have on. all 25% of your people go out there and tailgate, they're not going to be able to stop you. I want I, would, to... I can't imagine how they would. What are they going to have people out there patrolling tailgating? I think the only thing they'd probably do is just say you can't have fans. I wish we lived in Texas. <laughs> Wide open. Yeah. So is Florida. Yep, Arizona's lifting restrictions on capacities. Too, yep. It's like just we have to open back up. We have to. Yeah, I saw Mr. Uh, Governor Newsom was upset about Texas reopening. And I'm like, hey, guy, might want to worry about your own problems. You better figure yourself out. <laughs> you don't know nothing, you and Cuomo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get me started yeah, on him. Yeah, we won't go there. We can't go there. Yeah, because I will swear. I will get way, <laughs> way too out there and too into it. Well, I'm excited for the Brewers. This weather obviously just brings it out, too. I'm just... God damn. Opening day. Can't wait for that. What what day? April 2nd? April 1. April 1. We play the Minnesota Twins at home. At home. That's a good that's a good series to start with. Good way to open up the year with in the American Family Field. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. But it did look like they had some they did some shit to uh Bernie's dugout. Built like a palace up there. Am Fan Field now called. Like the his his chalet, yeah. Hmm. They built some big ass thing. That'll be interesting to see. Hmm. You're like you're you're mad about the Amfam stuff. Well, I'm not mad. I mean, I get it. It's money. It's money. I mean, it's just it's always gonna be Miller Park to me. It's like you you never just you. It's it's hard to change the name. I mean, it's still County Stadium. I mean that that it's never gonna not be Lambeau Field. I mean, what if they want to change that too? They're gonna to sell the rights, and it's just gonna be American Family Field in Green Bay. 
What would you do then? Would you be upset? Well, to actually compare the Packers franchise and well, Brewers franchise, I'm just saying some type there, of it's always going to be Wrigley. Possible. It's not. It's not like they're going to be like. Well, that's not possible either. But well, like Wrigley, it's like Wrigley Field. It's you know, Nagel. Wrigley Field and Miller Park are not comparable. Miller Park was a field that was built 20 years ago, and it's housed about 18 losing seasons. But I'm just saying. It has, it's, ha- it's had the like names. six playoff games played in it. It doesn't saying, matter. No, but I'm saying changing the names. It's always different because you're you're going to keep it in your head. It's always going to – I mean, unless you're going to call it American Family, it's still going to always be Miller Park in my I'm, in my I head. I don't know. I feel like it's already switching. I feel like I'm like halfway in my mind, and it won't take that long to just call it AmFam Field. Yeah. I mean, to each their own. I just I, – I loved Miller Park. We're the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, it's it just annoying. It, it it's fits. Just, it yeah, fits. it definitely fits, and it's a stupid. But hey, I understand it. Not big. The only thing that company fan either, but you know what I will do? I'm actually going to call it Miller Park until they allow tailgating again. Oh, okay. That's my statement. That's my stance. That's my protest. It's right. going to be what, Miller what, what, Park. So what's your act of protest? Just, just calling gonna... it. Just not accepting the name of it. Nope, not until they oh. do it right. That should get him moving. I know. All right. <laughs> Mark, if you're out there listening, Ananasio, get it together. It's not him. I know. It's that, well, Milwaukee health and whatever. I get oh, it. I'm pretty sure it's the world we live in today. I mean, yes. at least they're yes. moving one step forward and at least having fans. I'm I'm happy for that. Like the Big Ten tournament, they're they're having what the terror, the terror. But there will got, be twenty five percent people in there. Oh my god! <laughs> you got killing my family. You better wear your mask unless you're eating or drinking. <laughs> and then, like I said, raise your hand and the usher will come take you potty. <laughs> Treat everybody like a little but kid. Don't you dare! Yeah. Don't you dare leave your seat and then go out in that parking lot and think about tailgating. And don't do not think about starting that. Here's grill. my question: What? All right, would this be considered tailgating? Sitting in a vehicle, unopened beverage, just waiting to enter the stadium. Is that considered tailgating? What would, okay, would stepping outside of your vehicle, maybe cracking a quick little beer, chugging it, not even, you know, is is there going to be bathrooms available out there? Can a dad play catch with their son? Is that, well, that's going to be a lot of moving pieces because you have gloves, mitts, a ball that multiple people are touching. Is there a coach that's going to be there or somebody there to disinfect the ball every time they... Well, hopefully the police force will be able to be out there and patrol. If there's only 25% capacity, what's that come? 10,000 people? That's well, like a 42, 44,000. Hey, you, you get three, 4,000 officers out there. Assign them <laughs> four to five people apiece. Yep. Not a big deal. You guys, Imagine that. You pull in. They're like, yep, this officer is assigned to this vehicle. Well, you, I'm sure Milwaukee You guys City, have the Molitor section of the parking lot. You've yeah. got the Yount section. You've got the Hank Aaron section. So we'll just, you know, we'll just, we'll take that 10,000. We'll make sure everybody have about fifteen to 16,000 people in there. But as long as the five to 6,000 extra are patrolling the other 10,000, no COVID will spread. I, here's, here's an idea. I like the idea of getting tickets and taking a bus. Take a party bus down there. Yeah, I think it's a pretty common thing. What do you oh, mean? I know, but I'm saying like this year would be an ideal one. Yeah, that would be because you, you could just except get you have a bus driver that would fuck up a turn and you'd miss the like. What are you gonna be like? The thing is, you don't just show up, exit, walk in, the game starts. Like, no, it's always you're there two hours or so before, so you can get the grills set up, get the game set up. But you also don't want to be like, well, we'll just leave and we'll plan on getting there like a half hour early because if something happens. I feel bad for the people that are going to actually have to, like, 
Uh, you guys, you, we we said you can't have your grill here. You can't. Please, please yeah. stop. And then it's going to be like, no. Tailgating ticket. I will do this. Hey, tailgating yeah. ticket. $60. Yeah. Like, all right, well, if I pay you $60, can I just tailgate then? Yeah. Well, then be like, okay, well. Like, no, we're going to confiscate your tailgating activities. Yeah, I'm going to continue. We're going to have to take that grill. Like, where are you going to yeah. put it on your scooter? You can get it back after the game. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll be like, we'll take. Sir? We'll- Sir, put that fucking tong down. <laughs> don't you, don't you take the goddamn ground burger out of that you, fucking bag. You take a bite. Don't you take oh, one wait, bite. Wait, is that Sunny Hollow Farm steaks? <laughs> Jesus. All right, fine. Yeah, you yeah. guys can tailgate. Give me some of that. <laughs> Give me some of that. Hey, security guard, RoboCop, come over here. Yeah. Got a tendy yeah. for you. I got a deal for you. Got All a right. deal for you. That's a lot of the best tailgating is after the game. Sit back when you know when you, when you can stay there, like you know you don't have to drive home yeah. and shit. Yeah, for, for sure. an afternoon game, I've never done that for a brewer game, but Packer games, yeah, the best is a Sunday afternoon or an afternoon game, and you're staying there that night. You don't have to worry about driving back. Those are fun. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but honestly, lately, last few games I went to, oh. I just don't have the stamina to do that because you start boozing in the morning. You booze before the game, you booze during the game, and then you come out of the stadium and you kind of get down into a – it's hard to get back up. See, you know? I, I always did the drink drink up to the game, and then I never drank at the game. <laughs> Jesus, you're weird. I don't want to sober up during the game. Because I never, never wanted to leave my seat. I just sat there and fucking – if the, somebody came That's why there's came a guy with bear beers, I would buy one. But, like, I would never oh, go that's to – a the, different story. You never peed? No. That's the biggest battle when it came to Packer games, man. And when we had season season tickets, Ross's season tickets are the best tickets. They're a little high up, but they're right next to a um, hallway. Like they're like you are butt up, you're two rows down from an exit, and you're we're right on the hallway and the right row. In the row. And then you can go out, take a sharp left. Here's a little secret: nobody tell anybody, and don't fuck. Not everyone should do this because you'll backclog my system. You go in the out, okay. So in the Packer State in Lambeau, there's always there's an in, in for the bathroom out. and there's an out. Well, people are just like fucking ants. They just follow the leader, and ninety three percent of people go in the in, and everyone's clogged up around the in. And there's always urinals on the back side next oh, to the you're out. One of them guys. And I sneak in. I just pop in a urinal. I pop out, and usually it only takes me two minutes. You also sometimes you gotta be willing to miss a couple of plays. Yeah. yeah, you gotta miss a couple. You can't be going at halftime like everybody else. TV timeout is the is like the ideal. Yeah, I mean those those are ideal, especially like that's what sucks at Camp Randall. You can't you can't drink in the stadium, so you get in there and you've got a full bladder or whatever, and you have to pee like two or three different times. It's like, come on, at least give me a beer here. But I hate it when people do that. Like I I watch people. That Why would come you in. hate that? Well, it's smart, but it's like it sucks when you've been standing there for like twenty minutes, about ready to like pee your pants and some guy sneaks in that came in the opposite like the wrong door and it's like you you i'm gonna pee well, my most pants, time but in, the, in my scenario people don't even realize what's happening see i've realized it because i mean i've been in lambo i've uh, not at lambo i say lambo usually the doors are like you don't see the inn from where camp, the out camp is. randall though same i mean it's the same thing or can, is camp randall troughs no no nope, there you need them as you ever been there what? Unidome? You is and that, I? You and I? Yeah. Is that trough? It was last time I was there when I was a kid. The Metrodome was all trough. Yeah. 
It's just weird. That's something. I just remember I was like the first time I'm like when you were a kid, you're like weird. What are we going on here? <laughs> they even have, what's that? Bar? What's the place in Madison that was like? I think is was maybe the Alliant Energy Center like that. For no, a it bit? used they used to have troughs in Camp Randall. Camp Randall okay, used to yeah. be. But now it's now it's toilets or oh. urinals and toilets. Really stepped it up. Yep. Well, they, they had that big renovation a couple of years back. I'm kind of getting. I don't know. I don't. I don't want to say I'm like losing fandom for the Badgers, but I just I don't have much emotional attachment to them lately. I don't know why. Well, I'm probably not the right person to even talk about them. Well, their basketball team doesn't help that. At least their volleyball is like a really good team. Yeah, but that's kind of hockey cool. and hockey. Hockey's playing. Both boys and girl or men and women are killing it. Yeah, I was really hoping wrestling would take off after uh, Bono took over, but Big Tens today kind of stuck in there. Yeah, no, we need to turn it on. Well, we will here once we get done. That's too much. Who's focus uh, right now for who's me. big for the Badgers? Wrestling. Yeah. Any top seeds? I honestly don't think Trent, so. I don't Any top seed in the nation? I no. suppose if they're not top seed in the conference, they're not in the nation. I'm really disconnected, honestly. Who is the big dog in – is it <coughs> Iowa or Penn State or – Oh, I well, Iowa and Minnesota. Penn State loaded again. Um, I think Purdue's actually, like, kind of starting to put something together. Is that Bono guy, the guy from the Dakotas? Yeah, he came from South Dakota State. Yeah, and he's like a favorite with Flow Wrestling, so I really thought the recruiting would really start jacking up in it. I don't know. They haven't done too much, but it's hard to compete. That's supposed to be li- like live today on the Big Ten Network, isn't it? Yeah. Let's see if I can find it. But, yeah. Got the, the Badgers uh, projected at a 6-7 seed in the Big Ten tourney. Yeah, they played a real solid game again against Purdue on Tuesday. That was fun to watch. Did you guys pay attention? No. no, I mean, we had our podcast on Tuesday night. You asked us that question. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to watch it. Yeah, Buck attacked me today. He's like, you guys talk about the Badgers, and then you, in the next sentence you talk about how you don't even pay attention to them. And I'm like, I don't I don't think I've ever claimed that I I don't like them. What's the stat I've seen? They've lost four of the last five or five of the last six. Well, the Badgers, I don't even – yeah, I – well, well, who did you think we were talking about? I'm sorry. I was I was trying to get the Big Ten wrestling, but it says their semis are coming The Badger out. wrestling team is not even ranked. No. Well, they were early, and then they like couldn't they couldn't beat anything or oh anybody. God. Are they young? No. Not really. I mean, it's almost third year now, I think. It's not it's not very good. But, no, the, the Badger basketball, to get to them, they're, they shot 40% again. I mean, you – you can't keep doing it. And Micah Potter was three for five with eleven points and only played fifteen of forty minutes. I mean, I don't. I he, Greg Gard must hate the kid or something. But if you're trying to win, he he has to be out there. Was that your new ki- lineup that night? Yep, they they mixed it up a little bit. Who but was like, starting over him? Wall. Well, Potter hasn't been starting anyway. He's been coming off the bench. So Rivers is back, or Reavers is back in the lineup over oh, yeah. Potter. Yep. Yeah, and see, it, I don't even pay attention to him. And it's like, okay, Micah, you get into some foul trouble, you're going to have to deal with it. I don't care. You got three fouls in the first half, deal with it. Deal with it. Figure it out. And then then you'll be limited in the second half. But we can't just – we we trail everybody big in the first half or or we have a good first half and play terrible in the second half. And it's like, get your best players out there, Greg. I mean, I'm getting to the point where – Greg Gard, I'm wondering, is this guy oh, the guy? Oh, God. I Noggle. am. 
He was coaching All high right, school. Who would you rather have? Who would I rather? When was he coaching high school? He was coaching high school just before he became an assistant on the Badgers. Yeah, like Twenty years ago. Yeah, but who knows what his? I mean, he maybe he's a hell of a recruiter. He That's must not be. a swear word. I mean, who and would you? And, who and would you? Who want? do you want? Who do I want? Yeah, Tony Bennett, you, Virginia. Dude, no, he ain't coming back. They he tried might. getting him. I think when guard. I think they tried. They. I, you a, don't think they put a phone call into no, him? No, I know. I guarantee they did, but they they gave it to guard, and, and he won't come no, back. Guard, no, they gave Virginia it to guard most likely. They gave, it, they gave it to guard because they gave it to guard because Bo Ryan quit midseason. So then guard took the team over, and they actually did pretty well. So then they extended it. Yes, here we'll let nothing was official. It was still up in the air. But he and was you don't guy. think that they made a call to Bennett? Oh, I'm sure they did. Okay, so what but the he, hell do you think would change now? Well, he, he wasn't going to leave then. Right now, things are different. Well, he's getting why? That he was, just won a national was, title. This four years. Well, that was a couple of years ago. Yeah, I think he signed an uh, extension after that. Guys leave. Some guys leave. Maybe he want to come back. But that'd <laughs> Some be the, guys leave. Hey, a lot of – well, there's coaching changes every day. I That's what I'm saying. You're asking me who I would want, and my guy would be, I want Tony Bennett to come to Wisconsin. Well, yeah, so would I, but it ain't happening. Wisconsin, or the, the Big Ten's got the best coaches in all of the country at every, Tony you know. Tony Bennett has it made out there, man. He's the first one seed to lose to a 16 seed, too. I don't know. Maybe time. Maybe you're just like, I want and a different. And then he won a national title but then maybe after that. But maybe you're like, I want a different, <laughs> I want a different yeah, challenge. Let's remember, wanna, he won a national title I get that. after that. I get that. But you're asking me who I would want, and that's who I'd want. Do you want Greg Gard? Okay, what if I tell you that he's not possible? Then what? Because I mean, who do you want? Okay, fine. I want I want Greg Popovich. No, I don't want Greg Popovich. I mean, who? I'm saying realistically, right. he's a realist. He's a college I'd, coach that could I realistically I'd take, change. I, I, I'd like to take uh, Kentucky's coach, please. Cal Perry. Yeah, I, I'd like to see you know I'd like to see him coaching the Badgers. He's he's moved around. He's been in. He, <laughs> coached. He coached at oh Memphis. Coached God, at Memphis. Dude. Coached in the NBA. Coached at Kentucky. Would you accept to turn into a one and done program? No, I don't want to do that. See, and that's where I like Virginia. That's he kind of does the same kind of thing. They're they're a program that has straight through three, four like you know guys that stay there. Yeah, and three, I think that'll years. actually work out. I think it's I think naturally the bas- college basketball is moving towards that with the G League. Yeah, yeah. I think that I, I would I would turn into a one and done program because you're gonna get top tier prospects or not prospects but top tier recruits. And you're gonna be in the contention every year of having a really decent team. Well, I mean, it's not like I mean, it's not like the Brewer or the Brewers. The Badgers aren't like a they're a top program in the country. No, they're not. They're well, definitely in second tier now. Not not this season, but they second have been. They're, they're in the second. They they're have like, been. They're like fifteen to twenty. They were We've they made, were in the top they were tier the top, when they had they like top Kaminsky seven. and yes. Decker. Even after for a couple of years. Yeah. But what I'm saying, like as far as an established program in the country. They're no, they're making every tournament. I mean, they're making it every year. They're always in it. They yeah, always have a chance. They're always in the top of the Big Ten or in the top, you know, half. I mean, I if you were to, it's not they like, haven't made. It's a, not like, like it's they not haven't like made he, a Elite Eight. And no, no, I agree. Sweet Sixteen, even when was the last time they made that? I don't know. Probably not since. Kaminsky and them. But it's not it's like not Tony good. Bennett would be leaving that program and going to like Western Tech. He's going to another solid program where he can he can start his own kind of deal here and get it going again. No. So guard I is, like it. So guards never made it to Well, I like it too, ain't doesn't mean it's gonna fucking happen. I didn't say it was gonna happen. What I'm saying 
is if Greg Gard isn't the guy. And yeah, but you're acting up, like you're acting like there's a possibility me, that you could choose between Greg Gard and Tony Bennett. Well, you asked me who I would rather have, yeah, but and I told you who I'd rather have. Okay, I and my response is I'd rather have a lot of people. Yeah, but it's not possible. Well, we don't know that. It's possible. Anything's possible. Mm. But Greg Popovich, that's not possible. That that I will say is in, like that's not happening. All right, what do you think about Calipari? How about um, Mike Chesky? Chesky, don't yeah. want him. Oh, you don't like him. Greg Gard is actually at Wisconsin Platteville too. Although I just, I, yeah, I don't when, know if I don't really years wouldn't even want Calipari. Nineties, I wouldn't. I don't well, want those. Ninety ninety four was his last year as a Platteville high school assistant. <laughs> Who? Nineteen ninety four was when he coached high school, and you brought to, that up. To he sure, went, he, he was to, coaching high school like in nineteen twenty six years ago. I'm just saying, I'm at the point right now where why are these guys not playing? They're they're shooting two. For, they're every one of them shoots like two for ten every night. That's focus. Okay, so that comes guard. back to coaching. There's not just, oh, well, the ball bounces in the hole every once in a while because it's basketball and things happen. It's like, no, you literally have to be focused to do anything. If if Christian Yelich goes up again and has just a terrible year, hits like 120. Council's like, fault. Well, there's there's times where he's not he's obviously not focused. There's something not right. So is he getting it from a hitting coach? Is he not getting it from I don't know, like this year they're going to get to have the in-game cameras and all that stuff so they can watch their bats, all this stuff. So maybe that'll make a difference. But is it coaching? Is it this? Is it that? Well, sometimes you have to look at sports and say, it's on the coach. I mean, you can't, you cannot continue I don't to think shoot it's 35%. On a coach. I don't think it's on a coach for specific players to not be playing well. I think like you could talk about maybe being on a coach if you have multiple players who have shown that they are. That's, and that's what our Badgers Adam, are. Yeah. Greg Gard was coach of the year last year. I get that. <laughs> yeah, just. I get that, but he's got the same guys, and they're worse. They've not. They've never got any yeah, better I mean, this year. It's, it's, it could be going, an anomaly, too. They're going backwards times 10. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's weird. bad. It's, it's very, weird. very bad. I'm a Badger fan. I love it. I'll still watch it, but it's like tomorrow they play Iowa. How's that going to go? So his you shoot best 35% years, against Iowa, you're going to lose by 30. His best year is a Sweet 16. He made it the Sweet 16. Was that the year years. he inherited the team? No. Yeah. The year they inherited the team, they made it, and then the following year they made it. Okay. 2016 and 17. And then 2018-19, uh, they got beat by Oregon in the first round. They got upset. They were the five seed, and they got beat by Oregon as, as a 12. And now I've and seen last them, year was canceled. I've seen them possibly projected as a six playing St. Bonaventure. I don't. I don't like that. I don't like. I don't want to play anybody because if they shoot hot, we're gonna get beat. I don't think. I mean, Jesus, you can't you think, predict the team they're playing. Do you but. think they're gonna? Well, it was that Andy Katz who comes up with all of it. But do you think that they're even? Do you think they'll make the tournament? Yeah, what if they tournament. if they lose tomorrow, and then get bounced by? Who was it? Nebraska or Penn State in the first in their first round? Do you think they'll make it, or will they'll they make it? They'll probably get dropped to a seven, at worst eight or nine. See, and I just, I mean, I, you get I still think, eight and nine, I still and then think you're going, they will make it. What, what place are they going to finish in the Big Ten? Six or seven. Yeah, it'll be mm-hmm. a six or seven seed. So they'll go play what the, the what do you say the four seed or the three? What's Iowa? Then they get, then they get Iowa, which is a four. Yep. Which I would say that I mean, uh, who they, who actually, they, that would be the, be the best. Yeah, that yeah, would be the, the best team to face. So they play today. 
Well, because we play them this, we play them tomorrow. So the right. Badgers play today. Tomorrow, but out of the tomorrow. top four, they'd be the they'd be the team to face. I'd say Illinois is good. I mean, Ohio it, State, Michigan are way better than Iowa. Well, per, Purdue's up there too. I mean, in there. Well, right, but if you can, they're not if you can match four. up Purdue, that'd be the ideal one. But I think they're the four. No, Purdue's behind them, or Purdue is behind Iowa. Iowa's, I it's Iowa's the four seed, but. It could if Iowa gets beat. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Then Purdue could possibly jump up there. I think I'll check quick. Yeah, I just I don't so know. Purdue actually Purdue and Iowa are tied. Well, Iowa's thirteen and six. Purdue's twelve and six. So with Iowa's the three seed. I was, I was going to say Ohio State. So I mean. It's kind of some jump around there. If if Iowa, if we beat Iowa, and they move to seven, then probably Ohio State will jump up to be like a three seed or something. And Purdue probably has one game left. Yeah, I think. Well, it finishes up today and tomorrow. It's the last two days of the regular season. But you have like Michigan. They played sixteen conference games. Everybody else is gonna play twenty. Well, they'll play seventeen, I guess. But so, like, if you can't point at Greg Gard, then what is it? Players. So it's the players. Do you want those seniors back that all can come back? Yeah, I mean, yeah, most likely. I see a lot, you want them a lot back? of people on Twitter well, you can't they don't like, want them back. Well, yeah, people are saying they that. They want them back? Don't. I don't do want not want actual like, decent players back. But the thing is, you get, you'll get you get back five seniors that have been there before. So it's like, I don't want to watch this again. Wow. Who knows? Maybe they come back and next year they're well, maybe stride. I mean, tomorrow, in my eyes, is a must-win game. I mean, you have to. You you. you you can't just limp in that. Well, you and then have get, to get. Well, define what must-win game means. You have to win against Iowa, or else you have zero momentum going at all. For momentum purposes, is must-win. Yes. Oh, I mean, yeah. you've lost. It'd be nice. I mean, thing is, with like with the tournaments and stuff, say like if they lose tomorrow and they lose in the like the for their first game in the Big Ten tournament, some of those teams that take like that week off or whatever, sometimes. They can come out and surprise you, but most likely, I'm. I think most likely, whoever wins a Big Ten tournament, I'm going to take at least to the Final Four. Oh, I agree. I, I could see going every. It could year. be Michigan. It could be Ohio State. I, who knows? Sparty's starting to play a little bit. Who is who? You think right? If you're to say one team right now, who are you taking to win it all? Oh, if. If Illinois gets that uh, their guard back, I'm going to take Illinois. I think they're going to. I think they could win the Big Ten. I think they could win the whole thing. Kofi Coburn is a beast. You're not just you're. Are you thinking just Big Ten? Are you? No, I'm saying they could. I think they could go. They could run it. I would say them or Gonzaga. Gonzaga's got some players, but then again, they also don't play like a Big Ten schedule. Big Ten, they got five, five solid teams. And then you got like you know Wisconsin, like second tier, like decent. But I don't know. You put Gonzaga in there. Gonzaga is not undefeated for the whole year. No. Well, if Gonzaga played in the Big Ten, they'd have like six losses. They'd probably have five losses somewhere in there. I'd give them like probably Michigan. They'd have a couple. Ohio State. I mean, even Purdue with that big seven four. Whatever he will. I mean, he lanky, long. I mean, just skinny. Right. It's but just, scored twenty one against the Badgers. We we had nothing to do to stop him. Right. 
And it's you know it's like it's like the other sports like it's like football, in in the Big Ten. When you go to the Big Ten, it's physical. Every every player and every team is physical. You ain't just going in there and running up and down the court. They're gonna push you around. Like you play Wisconsin and in football, they're they're gonna run it down your throat. They're gonna hammer at you. You yeah. play them in basketball, they're gonna be. Well, this team, they're not really big on the post. Ice cold beers. Love it. Cheers. Should we get in the Packers a little bit or what? Yeah, we should probably jump into the little NFL. Free agency is set to ramp up. I think this week's going to be insane. They've been talking about major cuts this week coming up. Who do you think is going to cut? I mean, well, there was franchise tag deals too, too that are being uh, that are happening. So I see that Justin Simmons this uh, tagged NFL rumors account that I follow is people trash them and all this, but they're actually like going back at their recent their uh, rumors that they've had and stuff like that. They've actually been super accurate. They actually predict the Packer, Packers do tag Aaron Jones. But I also seen last night they're saying that Aaron Rodgers is enthused about Alex Smith and possibly bringing him up there. Yeah, he got cut by the Skins, or well, the Washington Football Team. Sorry, yeah. Aaron Rodgers wants Alex Smith. Yeah, that would be so interesting. That would, I mean, I would, I, I, would, I don't blame him. It'd be kind of big cool. money though for a backup. <clears throat> oh, really? Well, well I, I mean, suppose it, yeah. The only he, way he'd come is if he, you know, he took a. Tiny, not like a, yeah, a veteran big deal. Yeah, there's no way. Which he'll go to somewhere and he probably start. That rumors place had this on there. Yeah, that's weird. Because Rogers said, that. "I'm gonna look for it." Because Rogers actually had a quote saying, "It was right here." He has been underrated in his whole career. He moved from KC after Pro Bowl season. Of course, he would be an asset to any team, including mine. Not like directly saying like, "Hey, I want him," but like, so they took I that want... out of context, right? Which they yeah, makes sense, but, but it's still you know. So big, big. I think the Packers' free agents is something we need to talk about a little bit. Corey Lindsley. It's just he's not gonna get. Here's here's the big point. Have they even talked to him yet? No, no. they haven't had. I mean, no old lineman got a third contract except Chad Clifton and David Bakhtiari. David Bakhtiari is a once in generational. Like you just don't get left tackles like that. <clears throat> Chad Clifton was. I think. I think he did it almost on like a end of his career type deal. I don't think it was a. Good, like an actual like third contract. And you look at the top I mean Ryan Kelly's a top paid center. He's getting twelve four a year, fifty thousand dollar salary. Can't Rodney Hudson's eleven two. Mitch Morris is eleven one. JC Treader got a third contract and his is ten eight. I mean there's a guy right there. We let him walk. For Lindsley. Worked out well. Yep. I mean, but he's been a solid player. Right. And like they say, we've been we've been preparing for Lindsley to you know his departure for the past two seasons. So I don't I don't see how Lindsley does, he's not getting thirteen. Well, he's been the best center for two years. Two years, though. right? Yep. But the thing is, too, is you look at last year when he was injured, the line didn't deplete when he was gone. No, and it so you know it's a weird sucks, position sucks for him because it didn't really show like we need him. You're on a team that refuses to pay linemen a second time. And you're on a you're on a team that has some pretty good guards and has pretty good pieces to replace you right now. Right. So I think you know they're gonna find 
they're either going to find a really good uh, lineman in the draft or they're just going to fix what they have and they'll just find a solid backup. Now, cornerback is an interesting position for me because cornerback is, in my opinion, the place that they should spend some money. I think you go out and you get a lockdown number two and it's going to set you up. You're going to be, a, I mean, just a, an impressive defense. Now, corner, we're looking at, you know, Kevin King, supposedly, he's only looking at three or four million, maybe five million a year. I find that, I mean, you do have a big drop off from like the Casey Haywards, Malcolm Butler, Stephon Gilmore, Marcus Peters. They're up all above 10. Stephon Gilmore. Um, That'd be awesome. I thought he was at seven when we talked. What's, what what they got him from at? last year's contracts. I think. Okay. But then, you, then you're looking at like maybe like a list of like, I don't know. That like how I, much was four to seven mil? How much I did you know. have? Uh, how much is Buster Screen at on there? But he's a free agent, so you can. I mean, you're gonna you can get him for. Like they're saying, a lot of these guys are gonna be a one year deal because the cap is so is gonna be low. So a lot of yeah. these guys are gonna be a one year prove it deal. But if you get the cap at one eighty five, or you know if if the cap's at one eighty, then then obviously that's what teams are preparing for. If you get to 185, then you're talking that's one or two guys right there. So it's it's going to be interesting this week. And I don't you know, know like, if this week is when the cap comes out or not. Like Mackenzie Alexander last year signed a $4 million one one year. You know, something like that. Or Kevin Johnson or Brashad Breeland, $3 million. Xavier Rhodes signed a $3 million contract last year. So, like, go get two of those guys. I think I think he's a free agent, too. Like, I would take – he is. I'd take Xavier Rhodes and, like – Rashad Breeland, honestly, over bring him back. Yeah, Breeland, Breeland, man, he turned out pretty well for the uh, Chiefs. It's it's gonna be interesting to see because you know if if they make some surprising cuts or or whatever happens, you know, and like some are saying like maybe they go out and get like Levante David or something like that, but no. he's gonna want a lot no. of money. That's stupid. Yeah, I listened to a podcast this week where the guy was asking. They thought that they should go out and get a middle linebacker. I think that's dumb. I think it's dumb. I think, I think you go spend one. the money on corner. Two you have two serviceable middle linebackers. The rest of your defense could be, I mean, you're looking at the D-line, and it's annoying still, but Jesus, you have some legitimate players there. You have to get someone in there that and, can just get them to perform. And, like, mock drafts are all over the place. You see him – I, like, seen him taking uh, – Zaven Collins, a linebacker out of Tulsa. Then I seen him today. Uh, uh, who was it? Uh, not Kuiper, but the other guy. He's got him. Oh, wow. uh, you know what I'm talking Todd, about. Todd McShay. Yeah, he's got him taking a defensive tackle out of Washington. Yeah. But and then you got some some guys that are taking wide receivers. So it's you I know, keep my eye on something like Richard Sherman or Patrick Peterson. But then you might have, like, day three or day, you know, maybe day two, they're just going to hammer out one position and just overload it. You know, maybe day three or yeah, they, seem they to do that a hammer lot. out wide receivers. I think they're going to they're gonna take at least two wide receivers in the draft. I don't know when they're going to be. When, when is the draft? April. It's got to be. I know it's in April. End of April, isn't it? Or is it? The it's combine just happened. Or no, the combine. I don't think the combine's happening. No, they had a combine. All right, so then Jamal, no, so they're all pro days. Well, it's like, but well, I don't know. There was a combine thing that they there's been not talking there's about. not a combine because all these teams are saying that's when like all these illegal 
free agent deals go down. Because Bill Belichick like skipped the whole. I mean, maybe it's like an altered combine. The one that Bill Belichick skipped. He and skipped went and watched, and watched that guy in the rain. That was last year. That was last year. Yeah. No, they're saying the combine's getting canceled because the whole big thing was last or at the combine is when all these free agents are getting signed because their their agents are at the combine and they're doing like they're supposedly illegal deals because it's not like the new year yet or something mm-hmm. when this when the combine goes down. So they were saying that uh, not having the combine is going to hurt a lot of people, and then it's going to turn into a lot of these free agents are going to turn into one year prove it deals, which teams like us could actually benefit. God. Signing a guy to a one year deal at maybe only two mil, but then you got to do do a lot of other work that we haven't even started to do yet. I mean, we cut, you know, we cut uh, Wagner, we cut Kirksey. They're talking about doing Rodgers, but they've been talking about that since January. Did you see the report today that they told Mike Hyde back in 2016 that in the middle of the season that he wasn't coming back? No. Yeah. What did they say about that? Well, it was just Mike Hyde saying uh, back when I was at the Packers on my last year contract, they told me that in the middle of the season that I wasn't going to be coming back as a free agent. That was a mistake. So then he was talking about the Bills and how he was happy that he didn't have to worry about a contract coming up with them because I think he's on his last year coming up. The 21 Jesus. NFL draft is in Cleveland on April 29th. So the end of, end of, end April. of April. So we got something to look forward to. <laughs> what? Well, the next position, the big one is is running back. And, you know, I'd heard that Jamal is looking at six to seven million. And people that are in that range are like the names of Giovanni Bernard, Tariq Cohen, Kareem Hunt, Austin Eckler. I'd pay him that. Mm. Would you? Would you? Okay. I know your feelings about the franchise tag. We already got into that. But would you rather franchise Jones and pay him eight, or pay Jamal six? I wouldn't pay Jamal six. I think he fits more in that other tier down where it's like Josh Jacobs, Mike Davis, Matt Breida, Jalen Richard, Giovanni Bernard is still in that like six to seven, five point one. A year. It just I, I know he's not probably real old, but it feels like he's about fifty seven. I had him on like fantasy years ago. It feels like Carson Palmer was still there. So like the combine they did some like weird thing. Now it's just you can't do in person workouts, it's like your workouts are at your pro day. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it's not going to be the same, but I did see uh, that kid from, uh, where was it, Oklahoma State or something, ran a 4-2-5. Running back? Or, or no, uh, wide receiver? A corner. There was, I, I know there was a, they had, they had another. I thought it was a corner from Oklahoma State. Oh, Jesus. What? Because they're like, Goody's going to hop on this, a guy that's just, you know, like a special teams player. Faster and shit. Oh, yeah, he's really drafted a ton of them. Yeah, special teams has gone well. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Like, they're saying yeah, high hopes about this new coach. Well, he, oh, yeah? He, they said they said J.K. Scott's back is against the wall. Well, him, him, and, him and uh, the snapper. Oh, really? I didn't hear Bradley. the snapper. I just, I just heard about the 
I just heard about JK. And it's like, yeah, yeah, boy, you can't kick the ball 18 yards anymore. It doesn't work. Well, all right. So the last one that's been going around lately is Will Fuller. Again, linked to the Packers. And I, do you do you like that? Is he still no, he's still going to be suspended? To get ten mil. He's still going to be suspended starting the year, isn't he? One game. It's just one. Would you, <sighs> would you take Golden Tate? I'd rather have Golden Tate. I'd, I'd actually like t- a I would take a shot. I would take, I would take him at a like he'd be a good slot guy. That could be like a Randall Cobb kind of guy. Yeah, I know he's, I know he's a little older, but. Thing is, I think he has. Well, probably I about think the he same still age has a lot of years left. But he does have think, a lot of years left. Well, I mean, like he's got three, four, which I think is a lot for the NFL. Maybe. But if you sign him to a one-year deal, one year, maybe three, four mil. That's, I mean, might be still pushing the money there. But I wouldn't even hate Corey Davis. That would be expensive. Yep. I don't know if it's gonna be that crazy. Though. He's like a two-time Pro Bowler, dude. Isn't it his first contract from being a rookie? He's a twentieth like rated free agent right now, so I don't know. I mean, I guess I didn't really look at all the wideouts. It's Chris Godwin's number two. You got, then you got Allen Robinson three, uh, Kenny Galladay five, Will Fuller six. I think Galladay probably get tagged too. So then Corey Davis drops all the way down to twentieth. So there's quite a few guys ahead of him that maybe he'd be a cheaper option. It'd be a cheaper. Maybe. It'd be a better option than Will Fuller. He did get kind of shadow. I think one guy not on that list is Marvin Jones. Well, who was who was the who's the other wideout that Tennessee had? Um, AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Yeah. I seen so that, that took that away NFL from Corey Davis. Said something quite about a bit. Marvin Jones. If if they tag Galladay, Marvin Jones wants to go to a contender. If he doesn't go to like uh, L.A. to go with Stafford, then possibly he would be an option. But I think there's a lot of wide receivers out there. I think I don't. I just don't know if they're going to make a splash on a big name wide receiver. If it's you know like somebody like they released uh, Adam Humphreys from the Titans, I wouldn't be surprised. Some, somebody like not him, but like somebody at that tier where he's he's like a, a a slot wide receiver that just give you the short downs. I don't know. I'd rather have a guy that stretches the field, but you're not going to get a guy like. Corey Davis, he's gonna want a, probably a four, three, four year deal. Would you do it? No, no. Mm-mm. See that that would maybe be like, next year. See that'd be like one guy being. I mean, the money probably isn't there. Obviously, we don't we don't have money right now. Because so. next year, who knows what the cap's gonna be at? Could be two hundred. You you can get away with getting a decent if you just do one of those deals where it's it's kind of a double up, where you get a decent cheap veteran and then you draft high on somebody. You kind of cover, you kind of hedge the bet on both of them. Do yeah. you think? Do you think there's a wideout in the draft? That's I think there's a, quite a few. Of them. There's, but yeah, something that you like would would you trade up? I I saw there was the one thing I don't know if we yeah just, it could Tony and uh, the kid Moore. from Purdue yeah oh the kid from Purdue that yeah. Purdue that more that would be Rondale Moore I would ha- I could handle that I don't know I I just don't really see us having to trade up to get one of them. I mean, like the, the you know the, uh, Kuiper, uh, his mock draft. I just don't think they're gonna. They obviously have shown they will not take a receiver high. So, well, there, there was the one thing, and I know I I think I brought that up on Tuesday about the kid that won the Heisman. There was a Tony Smith. Yeah, there was a there was a projection that we would trade up to get him at 
thought you said 11 it was or like 16. something wherever i think it was 16 or i don't something know with if the i'm 100 sold on him in the nfl well i mean he's so skinny he's, he's so he's small. not big he's not so big. small he's he's his ability is it's unbelievable. unbelievable he's like a ted ginn jr kind of kid the thing like with the nfl is he is lasted he, well, he you think he would get better than that he'd get pressed off the line but if if he worked with Devontae adams and got Devontae's footwork and if anybody can even speed, just watch Devontae and just somewhat resemble that in any way you're gonna be good the situation. thing that bugs me is like Everybody that is on the Packers team, you go work out with Devontae and you get and you get somewhat of his footwork. It doesn't happen like that. You don't just automatically just hand people your superpowers. No, I'm saying like if you can learn like learn like quick. That isn't things. learning as much as that's not well, that's not like feet. a you can't I know you can't learn that, but if like you it's you like can quick work feet, but it. it's also I'm sure a ton of it is just like muscle memory. Instincts. Yeah. He's been doing Devontae was doing that shit year one in the NFL. Like he just he's ha, he just has that as a gift. He's now just been able to put all everything else together. Yeah, he's a freak of an athlete, and he's gonna have to get paid next year. And they will because it's a no brainer because he's just an absolute star. I don't think you can not pay him. Just like Jair, it's like well, if you don't you're pay him, stuck then you're, with then you're you might as well say goodbye I mean, to Aaron Rodgers. What a good problem to have. You have Bakhtiari, Jair. Devontae, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones. I mean, all of them have just been slam dunks. Lindsley. That's why I don't think they're going to draft Jenkins the wide receiver in the up. first round. They just, obviously they don't. They they don't they value do, it that, that and way. And you get Devontae and all these other guys. Well, I mean, like back to Ted, Ted Thompson. All of them second, third rounders, just, you know, big hits. Like Jordy and James Jones. Randall Cobb and Devontae. Big hits and all of a sudden everybody wants first round or first round wide receiver last year. It'd be breaking the like the old uh I didn't even hit my elbow hard, but I got it right in the funny bone and I haven't done that since I was about ten. Jesus. Last year would have been the perfect fucking time for a wide receiver because all of them ended up turning out, too. Yeah. Justin Jefferson. Oh. Yeah, it's like they were well, saying even like Pittman they, or... they were going to trade oh, up to yeah. get him, but they, their guy didn't fall to their position that they were going to try to trade for. That's bullshit. I don't... Whatever. Jesus Christ. Pisses me off. You guys... Uh, what do you, What's going to happen with Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson? Are they going? Dude, Russell's sounding more no like idea. he'd go anywhere than Deshaun. Because they're not even answering the phone in Houston. Well, that's what they say. But then there was a thing that came out that Denver was the favorite for Deshaun Watson. And then I saw a thing that there's a potential where Kyler Murray could be traded to the Texans. And then it would relate. Or, uh, All right. Here's and under, the quarterback guys. stuff. I don't fucking know. But here's what I've been thinking about with the draft. Is the reason why we can't comprehend like half the things that happen with the, with the Packers. Because... If we consider this, the people, the information that we gather from the media is such a second tier source. Well, it's what they can get clicks on. I no, mean, it's like Rogers no. says, though. Well, it is, it is. That's some, true. But think about the people who are doing that research. They are in the media. The best talent evaluation people, the best people at seeing talent and grading talent. That's why you always hear about, like, well, he, he was the highest rated player on our draft board. And you're like, what? But like none of like Mel Kuyper's board didn't say that. Well, Mel Kuyper 
isn't a professional in the NFL for probably probably for a reason. Yeah. So it's just I don't know. There's nothing else you can do besides just say, yeah. Hopefully you guys know what you're doing. Well, yeah, it's, but they it's obviously a lot don't of value them. receivers. But then that's what. But that's why everybody has somebody that like evaluates everything for just specific organizations. You know, like I mean, that's like where Brian Gutekunst. I think they're actually doing pretty well with that. Like as far as evaluating talent and bringing it in, I think Ted Thompson was pretty good at that. Pretty from, good. He's he's been unbelievable. Yeah. He's completely turned think, the whole team around in know, two years. But I mean, like I'm thinking, like, you look at like all of them kind of guys, and it's like. They're the professionals. I, I, is that what you're saying? Like not Mel Kiper? Like that's why he works for ESPN. And yeah. Uh, but see, that's funny. They they make more money. He makes more money being a personality to ESPN than like the guys making the big decisions on well, NFL. Well, that's part field. of the reason why he can have that job. And it's like you got to trust in their their science. His like Mel Kiper's job is to be pretty good at NFL, really good at personality. Yep. That, like that's his got job. Got the big hair, yeah. got the glasses. I'm just trying to look. I thought the biggest hire they had was when they hired the guy from Baltimore, their linebackers coach, that they hired him to uh, like scout development or something. I'm trying to find his name. But he, he was a coach, or he, went to, he either went to EWL. I think he went to EWL, and then he was a coach for like Whitewater or something. And then he got somewhere in the rankings and made it to the Ravens. And then we put him in the higher ups in on our staff. I can't think of his name. I can't find him, but he, I, I want to give him credit for the findings of like Chris Barnes and Jamal Martin. Kamal. Kamal Martin. Old Jamal, huh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I think, I think Kamal Martin's going to be the real deal. I think Barnes is too. Nobody even, nobody even knew about that guy until all of a sudden it was like, Oh, What's this? We gotta hope so. Yeah, I, I, those are the guys. I, th- I think, I think, I think, I hope, I hope. Alrighty. Do you guys think that they're gonna use a tag or no? No, you don't think so. It's Melt Hendrickson. But I did hear something this week where you know they considered using the tag and trading him. I don't know. <clears throat> no. Well, see, I, and and going back to. Uh, the conversation we had last night about how much it costs. Is he a non-exclusive franchise tag or is he an exclusive franchise tag? Because that that's a difference too. I seen one of them was it was the average of the last five years of salaries for that position. And one was just the average of the year before. I think it was a non-ex, non-exclusive. Might have been the... So I don't know if that has a play of why it would be eight mil. Well, yeah, that would make but sense. That could be, or the, it could be the fact that like Delvin Cook didn't get his deal. So if it was the year before, like would that have been before? Would that have been nineteen? Because Cook didn't get his deal till twenty. Right. When did when did uh, McCaffrey get his deal? So like maybe maybe then at the time they were more like ten million. Which could be, but but. Now because going you would back have had on Zeke my... and some of them guys that were a little bit higher or whatever right away, but some of them other ones right. were still down in the... But now going back on my own statement on the exclusive and non-exclusive, how come the NFL comes out and says this is what it is and it's not? Because it would you if it was a franchise tag and the franchise tag's at eight, how come they don't have exclusive rights and non-exclusive rights for a franchise tag? You know, why don't they have two different numbers? 
Are they all grouped into one? I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. That's a weird thing about all you that could, shit. you could Google that. The difference between the two? Probably. Well, yeah, you can. Powerful machine. Why are you asking me? Like I would fucking know that. Jesus. All right, now let's wrap this thing up. Wauwatosa East Farms, Farms meat. Did you swear at all? <clears throat> well, oh, quick, quick, God, who are you betting on I was gonna tonight? Say, I was say, yeah, is anybody watching UFC 259? Adesanya versus Blockowitz? No. I'm gonna tell you my my bets I'm doing tonight. Uh oh, you're actually betting? I'm gonna do a parlay tonight. Oh Jesus! I'm gonna do a parlay on the uh, three title fights. What are you betting through? Bovada. How? You can't get in? No, I can't pay. Oh, you just hit, I have money in there still. Oh. It must be nice. I mean, it's not real money then because they just have their shit locked down from America. All right. <laughs> you can't get it until you win like a thousand plus. So that one time I won that parlay, we were down at the hollow, and I won like a seven-leg parlay, and I only won like 200 bucks. But they're like, you can't withdraw unless you win like a thousand dollars or more, or your account's at a thousand or more. So anyway, I'm taking a parlay tonight. I'm taking Adesanya, Amanda Nunez, and Aljamain Sterling. That is my three-leg parlay for the the uh, championship fights. I'm gonna say I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm going to take. Uh, I want to take that Blockowitz. I think I'm gonna take him to upset. He's the underdog. Yep. Yep. I think he's gonna upset Adesanya. I think Nunez is gonna get beat, and I'm with you on Sterling. I'm pretty sure. That she's Man News is fighting Megan Anderson. Yeah, Megan. I'm pretty sure Megan Anderson's at plus ten thousand. Yeah, she's gonna kick her head off. Like she's length. She's so much. T- I I just I have a good feeling. It kind of it's kind of like that feeling when I watched the Holly Holm and Ronda Rousey fight. I was like, I gotta check the odds yeah. on this because I'm pretty sure I looked when I was looking Holly at Holly Holm kicked her. Anderson was at ten thousand plus ten thousand. That is unheard of for her to pull off that upset. Nunez is a fucking beast. But if I were you, I'd put money on it. I'm not putting any. I, I don't have any of that. <laughs> I don't have any. I don't have Bovada. You know, I don't have any of that you know, money. Well, I don't have you know any Bovada. We do have a bookie. <laughs> no, I don't have any. I don't have any. No, I'm not fucking happy about betting. I don't even like talking about so. it because I have no way to do it. And I've lost my ways to do it. And every goddamn state around this fucking state have the ability it. to do to do it. It's such yeah. it's so goddamn annoying. Could just should just run down to the boat sometime and just be oh, like, okay. But I have to drive fifty minutes every time I want to place a fucking bet. I want to bet every day. Be an afternoon well, thing. If we go to the boat, I'm gonna sit blackjack table. I want to bet that. every day. Well, let's let's go to let's go to the boat and play blackjack today. Yeah. No. Tomorrow. Tomorrow is that is place? Really is nice that day. place? Uh, does that place allow sports betting? I don't know. They might now. It's legal. I haven't well, been down call there. Call down there. Let me know because I would go down there sometime. Maybe that's not that bad of a drive. What are you guys gonna do to enjoy the rest of the afternoon? It's gonna be beautiful. Well, it's already beautiful. I, I just can't wait to get outside. Get outside. I can't I'm wait. Tired to get of being outside. locked in this fucking house. I'm gonna go start a fire here. I think I'll have to go pick up the dog at some point. I'll probably come back out here and if we watch the fight or not, whatever we do. Cook up some food. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I've got some Sidey Hollow New York Strip. I got some Sidey Hollow Burgers. I got hot dogs. Not from Sidey Hollow Farm, but I've got some stuff to cook up tonight or this afternoon. What's the promo code? Where should they head? Promo code? What is the promo code? Wisports? 
But what the fuck, man? You're the one that always announces this stuff. We gotta change that promo. Code. I was say we're gonna have to change that tailgate takes. Yeah, or something. that's a good idea. We can do that. Go to sidehollowfarm.com and use promo code with sports right now, and you can save twenty percent off your next meat bundle. Fifteen percent. Fifteen percent. Fifteen. Fifteen. How, how long are we looking at a until we get pork chops? You said about five August months. or uh, probably August. What about hot dogs? Will you oh, do have, hot that's dogs? That's a good idea. I get you can do some beef hot dogs, too. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That's a good it's, idea. It's grilling season. That's a good idea. That's a... Do a do a burger hot dog uh, bundle for summer. Yeah, you can you just know, have like the right tail- on the river. You could have the tailgate takes bundle. On the river. You could work something out. Mm. All right. We'll have we'll have some good patties available soon. Would you rather buy some ground beef and patties? I sure would. Yeah. I love that for right now. Yeah. Eggs, too. Eggs, too. Get the eggs. I need to get some. I'll stop out there on the way home. Oh, pretty good. You got two bond- or two dozen available? <clears throat> no. Buck cleared me out earlier today. Uh-oh. You got a dozen? Or you got none? You got none? I think we have a dozen. If you don't have it, that's fine. She can go to the store and buy her own. No, 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 no. We'll take no. care of you. Close her out, Nogs. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your Saturday. This is Tailgate Takes Podcast. We'll see you next episode time. Eight, you didn't swear. It's episode eight. I did not swear. We'll see Drink you next time. Jesus Christ. Up in the ante next week. <laughs>